welcome to episode 45 of Nerd of Paradise. This episode is all about Atlanta Comic Con, ATL Comic Convention, happening right downtown in Atlanta, Georgia, the weekend of February 25th and 26th, 2023. So this was a really fun con. It was definitely smaller than the previous con I attended, which was Dragon Con. But that's not necessarily a bad thing either. There was some really wide variety of guests, which was nice. There was everything from uh, Giancarlo Esposito, Moth Gideon, and The Mandalorian. There was some MASH stars. There was a Hobbit reunion. There was Steve from Blue's Clues. There was Walking Dead. There was, what else? Ariel from Little Mermaid, creator of Ren and Stimpy, Bob Camp. Um, tons of other stuff too those were the ones that just tended to catch my interest or I got to sit in on a panel Um, but yeah there was a lot going on there was a tremendous sales room floor so that was fun Um, but yeah overall it just was a very nice kind of on the smaller side convention but it it was nice also because none of the major panels overlapped and that's kind of a problem you run into sometimes with larger cons but yeah as usual I walked around the showroom floor to try to get some interviews so you'll be hearing that in just a bit um the I think definitely one of my highlights was the Giancarlo panel he's just got a way about him he's very inspirational and I just want to play a quick little clip from his panel so you know what I mean our technology can never replace that because you're feeling each other's heart. You're feeling each other's souls and you're getting and the essence of who we are. And that's, that's what life is, right? It's the essence of our connection. It's the truthful, honest, organic transfer reception of energy. All right, so without further ado, I'm going to play some of the interviews I talked to with people on the showroom floor. All right, so I'm here at day two of ATL Comic Con at the Center for Puppetry Arts booth. So I was just mentioning that I'm new to the area and I've been meaning to get by to this awesome museum. I've been hearing nothing but like amazing things about it. So um, just to start off, can you tell us a little bit about the Center for Puppetry Arts? Absolutely. So the Center for Puppetry Arts was founded in 1978. Oh, wow. So we're actually coming up on our 50 years of being um, open to the public. Um, not only are we a museum that has the world's largest collection of Jim Henson puppets, uh, we also do uh, puppetry art performances for families as well as for teens and adults as well. Um, additionally, we have great events such as our spring uh, film series that's coming up. We're going to be showing the Muppet movie, Ghostbusters, and Labyrinth as well. So it's going to be fantastic. Um, most people just associate us with the museum, although we love our museum. We're very proud of it. We're so much more than that with our puppetry performance. 
and it's such a great cultural art center for the community. Um, we love having our school children come in to come see our performance, but also we're trying to expand our adult puppetry shows as well. Our newest adult puppetry show is Tesla versus Edison. It is so good. I saw it myself. I absolutely loved it. Um, it is 18 plus, uh, but children 12 and up are allowed to come in with an adult um, companion. Um, yeah, so um, it's going from now until March 12th, um, Wednesday through Saturdays at 8 p.m. and then Sundays at 5 p.m. Uh, so it's a really great show. It was created by our resident puppet designer, Jason Haynes. It's been a labor of love for him. Um, everything was created in-house by him, the sets, the props, the puppetry. Um, and yeah, so that's part of our New Direction series, uh, which is aimed for teens and adults. Um, we also have Avita Da Vinci coming up in um, the summer, and that's also an adult puppetry show. It's pretty much if Da Vinci was like a Batman character, oh, so that sounds intriguing. it's really cool. <laughs> We're very excited about that's that. Cool. But yeah, so um, we absolutely love the center. Um, it's just a great uh, cultural arts place for the community. Yeah. Uh, we also do workshops too, so Amazing. people who are wanting to learn more about puppetry or hone their skills, yeah. they can either come in person for our workshops or yeah. they can do it online. Uh, we also have digital learning as well. We do online puppet shows. Uh, we also have memberships, so people who sign up for memberships are not only giving back to the arts uh, through their donation, um, but they get all kinds of perks like free previews for puppetry shows. Um, we also have special museum exhibits that we have on rotation every couple months. Okay. Uh, the one we have right now is Where the Wild Things Are, which I am Ooh. so excited about. <laughs> uh, yeah, it features uh, puppets and costumes from the 2009 Spike Jones directed okay. movie, and also um, uh, props and uh, costumes that were featured in the Ballad Institute stage adaptation by by Amy Lumbach, I believe okay. is her name. She's an artist who designed cool. it. So yeah, we're just That's a great, great place. I've kind of smorgasbord. Oh, yes, awesome. Is there a reason, um, is there a close ties to Atlanta, the reason you guys chose Atlanta for the... Um, so actually, our um, location is where uh, the uh, Spring Street School was located. Oh, okay. um, so that was a school that was opened in the early 1900s. Um, I believe oh. that it was closed around the 1960s, like okay. early 1970s. Um, so they kind of use that to repurpose the oh, building. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, and just uh, Vince Anthony is one of our founders of the museum. He oh, co-founded nice. the museum okay. uh, with Jim Henson. Um, wow. So we work really closely with the Jim Henson I mean, Foundation. I should literally probably do a whole episode. Right, on yeah. <laughs> I probably should do that. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I would love episode. that. Yeah. Maybe when I come down. Like, I'll have to look up some folks there. Absolutely. Like, do a more in-depth Jim Henson episode. Please do. Yeah, that's fantastic. I would love to give you my business yeah. card as Ooh, well yeah. if you'd like to reach out to me yeah. for any press inquiries and yeah. things like that. Absolutely. I handle that. Um, okay. I'm the associate marketing no, director. Name, uh, I'm Sarah Augsburger, okay. and I'm the associate marketing director. Well, I'm trying to think of any other last-minute questions. Sure, yeah. I'd love to answer um, them. How about just, like, um, how does, how, what do you define as public? Oh, wow. Puppetry is really an art form in itself. Um, there's five different areas of puppetry. There's hand, there's rod, there's marionette, there's hand, and there's body. So that's typically where puppetry falls into, but it's creative expression of art. And, you know, one thing that we're really trying to drive home with our uh, museum and our center is that, you know, puppetry is for everyone. Um, one of our great initiatives that we're doing right now is Puppetry for All, or Puppets for All. Puppets for All is that. Um, that is for uh, people uh, who um, a, a sensory um, uh, ASD on the spectrum um, who, can enjoy, uh, <laughs> who can enjoy shows, um, uh, sensory-friendly 
lovely show. So okay. like we have low lighting yeah. and um, you know we, we make cool. sure that you know. Absolutely, yeah. And then uh, we also have audio described performances with, uh, with um, hard of hearing, um, deaf uh, community as well, and um, we also have a sign language uh, performances as well. So we're trying to make sure that we promote that too. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, it's puppetry for all, and that's including all of that. Very cool. Hope that answers your question. I know it's. Um, is there anything in particular that, like, the general public would be surprised to know that it's puppetry? Oh wow! Um, I think a lot of people are surprised to know that body puppetry exists. Okay. You know, people look at costumes yeah. and they, oh, that's a costume. Well, no, that is a form of puppetry okay. as well. And that's one thing I like to talk to people about, especially our labyrinth section, because okay. part of our Jim Henson collection, yeah. we have labyrinth and dark crystal uh, nice. puppetry. And most people are like, oh, well, that's just puppetry. No, it's actually yeah. puppetry. Um, I think one thing, another thing is about Big Bird. Big Bird was, oh, wow. was created um, by two people, one to, for his mouth yeah. and one for his body. So I think that's kind of cool talking to people about that. Oh, man, there's another episode like this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I could exactly. Yep. Do a like whole series. <laughs> right, right. We love that. Series. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. So where can people go to find out more about the Center for Puppetry Arts? Yeah, so we are puppet.org, uh, P-U-P-P-E-T dot O-R-G. Um, that's our homepage. Um, from there you can learn about programming, events, um, and all kinds of workshops that we have, both in person and online. Cool. And just more about of our mission um, and about, you know, what all we do. So, Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for chatting. You're so welcome. Hello. What's your booth? J.R. Frumling. Okay, so we're winding down here at Atlanta Comic Convention. How's it going for you guys? We've had a pretty decent show. Not as good as I'd like it to be, but it, we did way better than I expected. Yeah. So. Yeah. Who's we got here? I'm her husband. <laughs> Hello, husband. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah, this has been a really interesting con. I, is it new? Like, I'm new to the area, so I'm not... So, um, we're not from the area either. Oh, we're from okay. Indianapolis, but it looks like they bought out a different con yeah, last that's the year. Gist. I'm getting... And this is second year since they've been redoing okay. them, yeah. so I think they're still getting their feet under them, Yeah, and uh, they've got a lot of celebrities this year. I know, right? So that's what drew the crowd, I think. Yeah, that was that was interesting. There's like such a wide assortment of guests and everything. Yeah. But yeah, tell me about your book here. So I have a Viking werewolf time-traveling oh Celtic my. witch romance. <laughs> I have biker romance, okay. uh, werewolf, this is an underworld vibe kind oh, of thing. I have military sci-fi, no romance here. Okay. Same universe. These are the werewolf vampire hunters. Okay. And then I have fairy tale creatures versus Morgan Le Fay as they try to steal Avalon from the real world. Whoa. Fall of Avalon is the title. Nice. This one is the dark mafia romance with a side of kink. (laughs) Good girl comes from Missouri, becomes a stripper, gets tied with a mob. And then her second book, she becomes a mobster herself. Oh, wow. And then the book on the end is her big brother's first book, and it's like a lethal weapon buddy cop romance. Okay, well, that's quite an assortment there. I have more than I'm writing actively, like the book two to the Viking werewolf. Wow. I have a Lovecraftian horror romance in this universe. Oh, wow. I have a steampunk western. What? That's cool. And you can find everything on jrfwriting.com. Okay, good to know. Where do you get your inspiration for Um, I started writing fan fiction like 20 years ago. Yeah, I, get, I hear that a lot from authors. Yep, yeah. Star Wars. I, I yeah. love Star Wars, like X-Wing Yeah, Claudia Gray, she, she's a big proponent for fan fiction. Yeah. Yep, 
and then um, I decided I wanted to be paid for what I did. Yeah, so I switched to writing my own story. Very um, cool. So I get inspired pretty much by anything. I like awesome. I like romance. I like fantasy. Yeah. I like the kind of world of darkness vibe. Yeah. Um, just pretty much whatever strikes my fancy, I will write. That's so. that works. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, what kind of TV shows and stuff are you into right now? Is there anything particular? I'm an old person. <laughs> we, uh, we watch Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. Me too. And, like, <laughs> and Law and Order reruns. Yeah, we watch yes, a lot of Law and Order. Are my people. <laughs> um, and we watch a lot of HGTV. Uh, oh. We like... Um, is it Trent? Is that the name of it? Well, Trent is the new one. Yeah. The oh, new one on ABC. I, I saw the previews. I haven't seen it yet. It's is really it good? good. Okay. It's really well written. It's that funny. Was, like, cute. And the characters seem very real. That's me. cool. Um, very nice. We watch a lot of Blue Blood. The Blue Blood. Okay. <laughs> and then um, we like, uh, I used to watch a lot of like uh, Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, Like yeah. Eureka. Oh, I so, love like, Eureka. Yeah, Eureka. I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, I miss Eureka. Yep, and then um, <laughs> what else are we really big into? We don't we don't watch a whole lot. We watch a lot of Stephen Colbert. Um, oh, there you go. But we're usually pretty busy. Yeah. Because we both have full time jobs and then writing and and then I have yeah. another business where I do crochet things. Oh wow! So, yeah. Busy. Yes. I, I never <laughs> sleep. So. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give like young people? Um, for writing. Yeah. For this, so I do the NaNoWriMo method, which okay, is yeah. write it, get it I out, it that, and then yeah. go back and edit it later. That's so cool. I just put yourself out there and do it. Yeah. Um, I also write on Kindle Bella, okay. which is serial fiction. Oh, so cool. like you can read it as I'm writing and That's give me cool. feedback. And nice. so I, I encourage people to do that who are interested in it because it's free to get started. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's really and you advice. make money on it if yeah. you do well. I mean, it takes a lot of promotional work. Yeah. And my blog has kind of like the, I tell you all about my journey and oh, how nice. I got started. And I've been doing this since October of 2021. Oh, wow. And I've got seven finished books. Wow, that's so, crazy. And five more coming. So. so can I ask you real quick about the cover art? Like, what's the process for that? Uh, it is, I go find something that matches the story, <laughs> and then I Photoshop them. Nice. And I, you know, I do all the wording and everything okay. and put them all together. That's cool. So yeah. You have to do it all yourself, huh? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, you save some money. Yeah. Now, I uh, have to give a shout out. There are people that do right. cover art, and they are amazing. Yeah. It's just, I can... Well, that's cool. Yeah. You probably can... You have in your mind, like, a certain way you want it to look. So, a good example, like, yeah. Rolf here, the Viking werewolf, uh-huh. he, um... The original model for this guy was about 40 years old. Oh, wow. Well, the character's only about 22, okay. 23. <laughs> so, the... So this right. is an amalgamation of several different men, wow. like put together, yeah. so that it looks like the appropriate age, kind of the appropriate muscle for a werewolf That's guy. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And they have to have the right look and feel, or I just yeah. can't. No, totally. Yeah. And all my covers do like a full wraparound. Yeah. So like. Oh wow. Yeah. So this has got oh, like nice. the time travel portal Whoa. you can see here. That's cool. Well, you have the camera. Uh, and sorry, do you have any maps included in the book? I do in this that one. In that, I think that's always such a really cool feature. Like yes. Takes you into the universe. And follow that along because it's a fairy tale oh, world okay. and you have to kind of know the political yeah. intrigue of the universe. Okay. The very first oh, page nice. is I hand drew it. I went awesome. in, went into Photoshop and just started drawing. Very cool. And then found a font that looked mappy to me. Yeah. So. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Very nice. But oh, yeah. So where can people go to see your blog? 
Uh, they can go to my website, jrswriting.com. Okay, it's titled Musings. Okay. Perfect. And then, is there anywhere on social media where you'd like? I'm to on go? Facebook, uh, okay. Jr. From Facebook.com slash Jr. Frumling. Um, okay. I have Jr. Frumling's Adventure Island on Facebook. Okay. I'm on Instagram, Jr. Frumling. I'm on TikTok, JRF Writing. Nice. Um, I have a Discord server that you can access from the website. Oh, well. there you go. Yes, I have a Discord yeah. server. I'm on Goodreads. I'm on Amazon. Oh. All the little um, pink icons at the bottom of the website. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> So. Cool, I'll take you when this episode goes live. So, Thank yeah. you so much. You're welcome. And I will share it. Alright, so I'm here at the amazing Bluin Art. Um, Bluins are cool. Bluins are cool is the name of your business. Yeah. Bluinsarecool.com if you want the website. But um, yeah, to start off, do you want to just describe this massive installment we have here sure uh, so what I've done here is created a about 15 foot tall tree beard uh, ent from Lord of the Rings the two towers um, I decided on this sculpture because they're having the four hobbits here and yeah they're having union and also I probably expected a lot of people dressing up like Lord of the Rings oh, characters yeah. so this would be a great photo op for them That's as well yeah, it took about 13 hours Whoa. to put together around 250 balloons or so. Um, what else? I started it here on Thursday night uh-huh. th- during the load-in, which was around 2 o'clock to 10, oh, wow. and then finished it up uh, the following morning on Friday uh, between 7 and 11 in that area. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. So, like, what is the process for something like this? Do you, do you, like, sketch it out first, or is it all in your head? Sort of. I already have an idea. Um, I start with an armature. If you look down here at the bottom, uh-huh. those are, like, two weights. Okay. And I have, like, a Ooh. steel armature that go up to the legs. Yeah. And then, like, a PVC pipe that's just oh, just wow. in the head area. Yeah. The arms are just free-flowing. All balloons, but yeah, primarily just the structure there, and that gives me a good idea on, yeah. on the, the size and everything. But with this type of character, it's very organic, yeah. so I have the freedom to just mm-hmm. place things wherever like makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it's, it's a tree elemental, so yeah. you have a lot of freedom with that. So that, cool. that was a little helpful. So, how did you get into this field of work? Um. Well, with balloons, it's, for me, it's like instantaneous gratification. Like if you have an idea, you can materialize it instantly, yeah. you know? It's almost like 3D printing, <laughs> in yeah. a way, because you have an idea and you can physically create it. Like, yeah. like this one here is like Billy Zane on his lifeboat. Oh, nice. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, just, uh, it's... A fun and quick way Very to just materialize job. ideas. I, I, I like that element about them. Love that. So, um, I've been walking around all weekend. It's like been super crazy busy, except now where everyone is closing. Yeah. But like, uh, what's that like when you see all the like, especially like kids and things like that? Yeah. When they come up, um, how do how do you even uh, process like that emotion? Like that. When when they get a, like their favorite character made into a balloon, um, it's gratifying, you know. Especially see their their faces light up once uh yeah. once I finish and like you know they watch me in the process. They're kind of confused, you know. Like <laughs> what's he doing? Like doesn't yeah. look like anything I was creating. And then yeah. 
at the last moment, you know, there it is. And they're like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah, it's really neat uh, experience to, to give that uh, sort of surprise to kids. Yeah. Very cool. And adults. Adults like yeah, it too, yeah. yeah. Um, what other, like, um, the giant one have you done? Well, this is probably one of the largest ones I've done on my own. Okay. I've done, like, team builds before where oh, we cool. built, like, a Godzilla and like a Deadpool, yeah. um, which one? Falcor. Falcor, yeah, Falcor I did by myself. I did that at another uh, expo like many years ago at a convention. That was neat because I just did the head, yeah. so people could get behind it. Look like he's they're riding <laughs> Falcor. Yeah, wow. that was a lot of fun uh, interactive That's piece. Yeah, That's cool. So um, I'm looking at your all the different like colors and everything here. We get the ambiance background noise there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's like the most surprising thing that you've been able to do with just food? The most surprising thing? Yeah. Um, well, so I try not to turn down any requests. Uh-huh. So people will come up with some obscure stuff, some stuff I've never seen before. There's, there's like thousands of different Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll usually have them pull up a photo reference, so um, do that. Like today, we had, what was that triangle guy? (laughs) (laughs) It was... uh, Gravity Falls? Gravity Falls, and it was uh, something... Yeah, it's like this triangle guy with an eye and a little top (laughs) hat. It's like, I've never seen this thing before. (laughs) So, so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So it was, uh, it's pretty neat to come up with that for somebody. I'm and happy little R2-D2 on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, that guy. Oh, wow. Do uh, you have a photo of the balloon? I do, I think. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, cool. And then you do like the little hat. Yeah. I've been seeing like I try to make them wearable. Yeah. So, because kids, if you just make them where they hold right. on it, they're going to drop it. Yeah, that's put it down somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, the less things that's they have cool. to carry, the better. That's cool. So, like, <laughs> your tip jar is made out of balloons. This um, one is, yeah. 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 I have a couple um, different ones. Do you, like, dream in balloons? <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for chatting. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell us where people can go to find out more about you? I have an Instagram, uh, is Bloons Are Cool, and my website is bloonsarecool.com. That's awesome. Bloons, letter R, cool. Cool. Uh, Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Those um, are my... Are you going to be, like, at Dragon Con or anything like yeah. that? Coming up? Yeah. Yeah, oh, we go nice. to Dragon Con every year. Oh, sweet. Uh, our next one right now is MegaCon okay. in Orlando. Orlando. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of new to the East Coast. I'm getting used to, like, all the cons around here and everything, but... Okay. Yeah. Thanks for chatting. Yeah. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you doing? I'm recording for my podcast here. Oh, okay. It's okay if I ask you a few questions? Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I caught my eye. Jace, is it Jace or Jace? Jace the Bee. Jace the Bee. J-A-Y-C-E. Oh, you got a song? Yes. You can actually hear it if you uh, if you uh, check out Jace the Bee on Instagram. Okay. Uh, it's a little theme song. Nice. I yeah. love it. Okay, tell, tell me about everything about Jace the Bee. Well, uh, first, my name is Calvin Reynolds. I'm oh, the yeah. actual yeah, author and illustrator of Jace the Bee uh, okay. children's books, uh, the children's book series. Uh-huh. Uh, Jace is an acronym for Just Accepting Yourself Changes Everything. Oh, cool. So he's a little bee that I created back in 2013. Love that. Uh, to mm-hmm. kind of encourage kids to how, how, how important it is to believe in themselves. Yeah. So he's a little different uh, from all the all of his other uh, bee peers. Yeah. All the other bees in this universe, 
they have uh, they have stingers. Oh, okay. And he's the only one without a stinger. But the one oh, thing wow. they, the one thing that he has that they don't have uh, is, is uh, courage. Okay. Yeah, so, That's a good thing to have. Yeah. So you know, courage is the first step to uh, to believing. Yeah. So. Um, cool. I have a total of six bu- books. Oh, I'm wow. just here over the awesome. over the three day weekend here in Atlanta yeah. to showcase my uh, my original IP. Very cool. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, it's a it's a very eye catching um, cutout you have there. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. So um, did you have you always been an illustrator? Yes, all my life. Okay. I, I've been an illustrator and a, a storyteller. Yeah. I, I, I started drawing when I was in the third grade. Cool. Uh, I was inspired by like things like Saturday morning cartoons nice. and comic books and cool. you know, Marvel cartoons and yeah. so I got to a point where I just kind of wanted to create my own stories and own characters Absolutely. and uh, so yeah, kind of doing that since I was a kid. Nice. Did you do like little mini comic books when you were a kid and like? Uh, it's funny you ask. Yes, yeah. I did. I have, <laughs> I have my own character. I just, nice. Back back then it was like this the, the ninja craze. Oh, okay. And so I had a character called the red ninja and oh, nice. uh, i did my i would do i would create my own series very cool all the way up to high school i was creating my own little Love that. you know uh, month to month cartoon series yeah. so comic book series i'm sorry okay yeah that's awesome um so like what advice would you give for kids like young artistic kids who are wanting to pursue that career oh yeah never give up yeah just just continue to believe that you know, embrace your uniqueness. You know, as as it relates to as an artist, you know, there's so many uh, influences. So, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm a huge fan of of, right. of so many different artists. The uh, the one thing I had to learn was to just embrace my style of art and yeah. embrace my uniqueness as an artist. Very cool. Uh, without being, uh, you know, without without being influenced by other artists. Right. So, yeah. That's yeah. That's my. That would be my advice. You know, and keep going, no matter. No matter what, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Let the world see. Let the world see what you know. What you can create. Let your light shine, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Where can people go to find out more about Jace to Be? Uh, Jace to Be dot com. Oh, that's easy enough. Uh, Barnes and Nobles, Walmart, Target, awesome. uh, Books a Million, all mostly all major online distribution channels. Okay, very cool. And what's the social media channel? Oh, uh, Instagram. Yeah, in- Instagram. Uh, Jace to be okay. uh, Facebook Jace to be cool. uh, I don't do a lot of tweeting but there okay. is a Twitter account Jace okay. to be uh, YouTube now YouTube channel is it in character as Jace to be or is it you tweeting or like on social media oh it's me okay yeah, it's me <laughs> gotcha. uh, but uh, yeah Jace to be dot com is the official website okay so, perfect uh, if you're if you're interested in supporting the author illustrator yeah. then you know check out Jace to be dot com okay and, uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm at the Georgia Reptile Experience here at ATL Comic Con. How's it going? It's going pretty good. It seems like your booth has had a lot of traction the whole weekend, so people are really into the reptiles. We've definitely had a wide reach as far as this event goes. It's been it's been a blast. So can you tell me a little about the Georgia Reptile Society? Yeah, absolutely. We are a 501c3. We look into the ideal reptile keeping and well, safe reptile keeping as well as having homes for those that are surrendered or lost or escaped. 
we search to have a home for everybody. That's awesome. So is it, is it all reptiles or is there like also amphibians? Or? Yep, we yeah. take care of reptiles, amphibians, and even invertebrates as well. Oh wow, very cool. Can you tell me a little bit about maybe some of the little friends we have here? So one <laughs> that we've got here. Beautiful. I actually might want to pass that one on to somebody else who is the owner of this one. But this is Geralt. He is a boa constrictor. <laughs> He's so pretty. Uh, how long is he total? Uh, he's roughly about, I want to say, five or six feet. Whoa. Yeah, he's all coiled up there. But, yeah, yeah you can tell he's got some length to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very pretty. Very pretty boy. How about, uh, is that a, what is the black one? That is a Texas indigo snake. Okay. They have a very close cousin that, that lives here, which is the eastern indigo. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yep, the eastern indigo yeah. is the endangered species that is being protected here in Georgia. Okay. But the Texas indigo snake is um, is a good alternative yeah. to people who want to keep one. Yeah, they they are some of the world, some of the country's smartest snakes. Whoa. They <laughs> you can see. When you look at them, you see every gear turning. Oh, you man. see every thought going through. There's a message to their madness. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that's a little terrifying. It's not a leg or a what do you call them? That is an eastern blue tongue skink. Okay, skink. What? Is, I was thinking. No, it's not legs. I was thinking it's not a legless lizard, but yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Aww. Very cool. So what's been the most popular um, critter this weekend, would you say? Um, honestly, our two biggest snakes, we have Lamia, who is a Burmese python. And we also have Hera, who is put away for right now. She is a seven and a half foot boa constrictor. Crazy. But they are, they have been some of the biggest hits as far as this weekend goes. So, what kind of things can just um, average people do to help out reptiles? Honestly, for people who find ones that are out in the wild, don't kill the ones that are just seen in your backyard or in your house or anything like that. Call a rehab, uh, a relocator. Okay. We can, uh, or a rehabber. Oh, honestly, like animal control is sometimes your best friend when it comes to okay. that but also go local yeah. um, see if there's anybody in your area that can re uh, relocate for free Okay. Um, there is a directory on Facebook Okay. and a lot of us are on that list Hi. Very good. I just I moved here like last summer and I'm like from Arizona so like I got yeah. snakes but like once I got here I was like I've never seen too many snakes in my oh. life <laughs> yeah summer, but uh, yeah, you do you do find some venomous out here. Uh, so yeah, definitely like don't try to kill whatever is there. Usually, the the more that people get bit is because they're trying to touch them, and it's like. Oh. I know. My niece is the bird reptile, and she always likes to try to like touch all this stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I know. Where can people go to find out more about your organization? We are at gareptilesociety.org. We, like I said, we are 501c3, cool. and we're 
statewide. Awesome. Well, thanks for chatting. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed my coverage of ATL Comic Convention. And special thanks to the Center for the Puppetry Arts. I'm really looking forward to delving more into puppets and visiting the museum and just getting to learn more about that and to widen my horizons. So thanks again for chatting. And thanks again to everyone who is nice enough to chat with me. I'm looking forward to the next event. So stay tuned for more information on that. Until next time.